The time has come for the final week of the NFL season. Welcome to the Weekly Recess. Jersey Nerds Productions here. Mitchell Lee, Connor Vandemark, Nick Izzo in the house. And we're talking about National Football League regular season for the final time this year before the playoffs get started. There's some big games coming up in Week 18. Some playoff spots on the line. Some controversy in Week 17. But first, can we agree that Lamar Jackson locked up the MVP in Week 17? Yeah, pretty much. I think we can agree. And if anybody says otherwise, I just don't know what other candidate you could possibly say. That would be above him. So, yeah. He definitely did. I can still see a point for Dak Prescott. I can still see an argument being made for Dak because Baltimore's defense has played at such a high level. But Lamar Jackson in his performance, like, no one else is going to win. It's dumb. Lamar Jackson is going to win MVP. It's going to be his second MVP. And as far as I'm concerned, it'll probably lock up a spot in the Hall of Fame for him because you don't win two MVPs and not get to the Hall of Fame. That's True. just not a thing True. that happens. Now, you um, just brought up something. Especially if when one of them was you. Um, you mentioned before that... Go ahead. Just, you mentioned just then that uh, about the Ravens' defense. Could one not also make the same argument for for the Cowboys? Not that Dak hasn't... It's not played well, but their defense has also done a lot for them. I I would agree that they both have good defenses, but I don't think the Cowboys have a top five defense the way that the Ravens okay. do. I That's would fair. put the Ravens defense up there. Like Ravens, Brown, the Browns are probably the top defense. Like Ravens, Browns, 49ers, Jets. Are are the the, yeah. the cream of the crop defenses in the National Football League? Uh, I I might be missing someone. I probably am, but those are the teams that I think strike fear. Uh, the Cowboys definitely have players like Micah Parsons. Uh, Deron Bland has definitely had his moments of True. just reading a quarterback's eyes and taking it to the house. But I think as an overall unit, they're very good, but it's not like Mike McDonald is going to get a head coaching job based on the job that he's done as the defensive coordinator for the Ravens. But Lamar Jackson is going to get his second MVP, 18 of 21, 321 yards, five touchdowns, six carries for 35 yards, by the way. So for that one announcer that said that Lamar Jackson wasn't quarterbacky enough, um, <laughs> I don't know what to yeah. tell you. That's um, as quarterbacky as it gets. Uh, yeah. I That's would, a perfect so. passer rating, 158.3, and Lamar Jackson is going to win his second MVP. Just stunning. Uh, but it also opens him up for some criticism because as a two-time MVP now, you have shown that you can play at an extremely high level, and it's not a fluke, and the postseason success hasn't really come with it. So the pressure's on as the Ravens are probably going to be 
the favorites to win the Super Bowl. So with the conversation you said, you know, potentially winning a second MVP, I won't say the Hall of Fame is a lock. Like if he continues the the pace of play he has been, not not even like just under MVP level level for the rest of his career, then yeah, I would say he's a lock. But the door is open for him. If he gets a Super Bowl, then he's a lock. Like, I think that a it's, Super Bowl it's the check boxes. I just can't imagine them not putting in a two-time MVP. I just, I just can't imagine it. Like it'd be, it'd be, Lamar Jackson, like um, unless he has like a, like, and I'm not trying to speak anything into existence. Please don't take that as such. Unless he has like a really horrible injury and his career stops like next month, but at that point he'd still be a two-time MVP, and I, I, I just can't, I can't see it. But you're right. The see, postseason me, success is now the only thing missing. To me, like that's why I don't use those terms like lock, because to me, lock is no matter what happens, you're in. Like, yeah. For example, I, I think Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. If, if Patrick Mahomes ends his career tomorrow, he's a lock. And yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah, because easy. Ugh. Hall of Fame. Yes, that, that's what yep. I'm saying. Like top it, top it, seven I, quarterback of all me, time. Yeah. Yeah, like to me, once you pass that without any thought, then you're a locked up player. Like I've seen it before when it comes to like the NHL players where you have players who are like who are on that track and then all it takes is one injury and yeah, they're never the same. And that that track that they were on previously is now long forgotten, even though they have a successful career overall, they're still playing a thousand games, but they're not being that same threshold that they should have i would have said before russell wilson went to denver that all russell wilson needs to Mm -hmm. do is avoid being a disaster in denver and he will be in the hall of fame and then the last two years happened and maybe he'll get a chance somewhere else i actually think he will get another chance to start but i think hall of fame might have gone out the window in that time period so you're, you're right anything can happen yeah, I would agree. I think he, at this point, I think he would probably have to go win another to to go to go get Hall of Fame. But yeah, the the, the last two years for for us, he definitely puts a, a a dent on that for sure. Now let's take a look at the Ravens and how they've done against teams that are of the upper echelon of the NFL. Let's say double digit win teams. They beat the Browns 28 to three, the lions 38 to six lost to the Browns 33, 31 beat the 49ers 33, 19 and beat the dolphins 56, 19. They've been about as dominant as you can be against the best of the best in the league. And yet I still have trouble like, I, I think that they're going to do well in the playoffs, and I do think that they'll get to the Super Bowl. But it, it's it's just tough for me for someone. The Ravens have been there before where they've had the high playoff expectations and they haven't gotten it done in January. But it's also just so nice to have a healthy Lamar Jackson going into playoff time. Because the last few years, the Ravens have been in that one seed, either conversation or they've been the actual one seed 
late in November, and then Lamar gets hurt. They either drop out of the playoffs or they're in the playoffs, but with Tyler Huntley. So no matter how this goes in January, I just kind of want us to appreciate the fact that we're getting to watch Lamar Jackson play in the playoffs this season. You posed this question last week of, you know, who would you rather be, San Francisco or the Ravens? And, no, I did to the Ravens because of the fact that, like, even though that they might have a harder path to get to the Super Bowl, I still think that they they can beat any team that they come across and handily too. Like San Francisco still gives you some pause, and especially now with the CMC injury, where he is taking off next week, and he should be healthy for you no, know, in what two three weeks? Yeah, time he's gonna get he's gonna get two and a half week weeks off. No. But with CMC, he does have injury injury um, history. So, you know, God forbid something happens to them. That's a big focal point to their offense. And, you know, that whole NFC is a mishmash of teams who are like, you may never know who's going to show up. Let's talk about this AFC East battle week 18. I know we like to spend a lot of time talking about the week that was, but I think it's unavoidable to talk about the week that's coming. Dolphins and Bills in week 18. The Dolphins have a playoff spot locked. And not, you know, Russell Wilson Hall of Fame spot locked. Like, actually, they cannot miss the playoffs this season. Even after they got demolished by Miami, one seed, or by Baltimore, one seed's out the window. Buffalo has a just myriad of possibilities for what can happen in week 18. They could be the two seed. They could be out of the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. It's insane. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen, I don't think I've ever seen that variety yeah, where the Bills who have been, who have been playing strange football lately. And notice, I didn't say bad. Because they've been winning games. But the Patriots game, they had under 300 yards of offense. Josh Allen went 15 of 30, 169 yards, one interception. Stephon Diggs has been just kind of absent from the offense the last few weeks. They haven't run the ball all that well since the Dallas game. But their defense Mm -hmm. has been taking care of business against less than stellar quarterbacks. They go to Miami. I think the bill the Bills are a playoff team as far as I'm concerned, and they're the quote-unquote team no one wants to see. But I think it's because they found different ways to win. But if they're going to beat the Dolphins, I think it kind of has to go back to the old standard Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, make things happen down the field connection. No, yeah. the thing is, though, what I see with Diggs is that because he has been disgruntled and He's they've been proving that they can win without him. I know that. But, like, we, he's not getting the targets that he usually has been. And the fact that the, he, they, Allen's been spreading the ball around much more and that they've been able to show success with that. Now, the running game hasn't been as good, again, like you, like you said, since the Dallas game. But they're showing different ways to win. No, honestly, however the season falls to the Bills, I would not be upset if I was a Bills fan. It sucks. 
But like going into this week, they, if if they lose, God forbid, to Miami, then they can root for either a Pittsburgh loss or a Jacksonville loss. Those are the other two ways that they can get in. Because the Houston Indianapolis game, only if it ties, that would actually affect them. And no. Football can go weird ways sometimes, but I doubt that game's going to end in a tie. Watch uh, it ends in a tie, though. <laughs> I, could, I hope I drink that because that would be funny as hell. That'd be crazy. Uh, because for a there's, week a, there's a lot of game. Because there's a lot of things that get funny when they tie. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, you brought up uh, a point before, Mitchell, about, um, you know, obviously with, with Miami. Now, do we think that they are going to sit the starters, given that they are now into no, 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 the, no, no, no. the playoffs? No, no. no. No, because Miami can still get the two seed and home field anywhere except against anyone except Baltimore. That's the difference between having to play, say, the Chiefs at home versus going to Arrowhead. That's a big deal. That's the difference between oh, maybe yeah. having to play in Arrowhead. And I know that the Chiefs aren't the juggernaut that we're used to them being, but playing in Kansas City against Mahomes for your first playoff game as opposed to, say, hosting C.J. Stroud, which I know everyone loves C.J. Stroud, and rightfully so. I love C.J. Stroud. I really want the Texans to get in and for him to play playoff football, but getting a rookie going on the road for his first playoff start or Gardner Minshew going on the road for his first playoff start as opposed to traveling to Kansas City. Or traveling to, I don't even know if they can play. I think it would be Kansas City uh, if they lost. Maybe, maybe it would be Jacksonville. But either way, you don't want to play a road game be, if you don't would... have to. Is this true? I'm looking through the stuff now. It will probably be, yeah, probably Kansas City because it looks like that the Browns would have the conference record tie break against the Dolphins. Yeah, and the Chiefs will be tied. Yeah, so it would be Kansas City. So that's, no, Miami's definitely going all in. They're trying to win the division, get the two seed, all of that. That's, and and that's going to be the late game on Sunday night uh, for a reason, uh, because that's the game with the, with the most at stake, except maybe it's not, because Saturday night football Texans Colts both of those teams won big games Texans got CJ Stroud back they beat the Titans 26 to 3 the Colts beat the Raiders seemed like they kind of were willing to give that game away at the end but they got it done 23 to 20 and the winner of that game on Saturday night is guaranteed a playoff spot and can even win the division if the Jaguars lose to the Titans with a hobbled Trevor Lawrence. So anything is possible, but the winner of that game is is automatically in. And I don't know about you guys, I want to watch C.J. Stroud play some playoff football. I do too. Um, before you, before we continue this, I do want to cut back real quick because an interesting situation could come up for 
the Finns and Buffalo where Kansas City will sit in the two seed. And then Miami, you have to go on the road to Buffalo the following week. And if I'm Miami, I don't want that. Yeah, that's that's another reason why the, the Dolphins are definitely all hands <laughs> on deck for week 18. Because you don't want to go to Buffalo. You don't want to go to Kansas yeah. City. You want that. And I, Miami's oh. not a great home field advantage by any means, but. Do you but want Buffalo to is. playing on the Ooh, road in no. Buffalo? Buffalo is and so is Kansas City. Uh, but getting but back to the before, Texans, yes, I want, I want, yeah, I want to see Stroud, man. He's he's been electric all year, and I, yeah, he's meant for the stage. I'm I'm ready. Uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a good point. Uh, he played exceptionally well last season. Uh, in college against Georgia on a, on a big stage and, and put them in position to win that game. I am going to say this. I would not vote him for rookie of the year though. I think that Puka Nakua has, has, has earned that one. It's close and I can definitely no, see yeah, the, the, the case being no. made for Stroud, but I, no. I think that Puka has played at such a high level so consistently this year and unfortunately, this is just part of the game. He stayed healthy, whereas C.J. Stroud has missed time. And Stroud, the last three games, has been... I mean, that, that Jets game and then the Broncos game before it wasn't particularly great. I definitely think that he misses Tank Dell. That is a, that, that a weapon mm-hmm. that the Texans are not going to have moving forward this season. And they're, they're, they're really going to miss him. And the Colts, this whole season, I've been saying to myself, man, I really wish I could see Anthony Richardson in this offense. But Gardner Minshew's played well. Gardner Minshew has earned the right to be in the starter conversation for someone next year. The stats don't really do him the greatest service in the world. I mean, you look at it, 15 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, and... That's really not the most impressive thing in the world, but he's kept that offense moving and kept them in games to the point where they are in an, a win and in situation at home and gotten their best players the ball. I mean, Michael Pittman, over 100 catches, over 1,100 yards. That's, that's what you want from any backup that has to come in and play a long period of time. Shoot, I know the Jets would have taken Gardner Minshew. Would love to have that level of play. Minshew, to me, is almost like a perfect embodiment of a gunslinger. Where he's just just taking his drop back and he's just like, Michael Pittman, I see you. Fuck it. And he just tosses it. (laughs) Whatever happens, happens. If he catches it, great. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, good job. And then if he doesn't, he's like, ah. Get him on the next one. Like, to me, like, that's uh, that's, that's why. Yeah, we'll get him next time. Like, he's just like, you know what? Like, can I hit it between the safety and the corner? Fuck it. Let's see. <laughs> like, that's 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 why watching him play and run the offense is kind of like, huh, like, let's let's see what he does here. And I'm happy he's getting that other chance, too, because, like, he did you know whichever Lawrence stepping in as the new leader for the Jaguars. You no, know, he did got, got pushed to the side and 
like as a backup quarterback, he's he's a great person to come down to. Like, oh, if he's in our pocket, he's great. He, he was a great pair for um, Anthony Richardson because the fact that Richardson can at least learn from some ex- better experience from him. And but now that Richardson is hurt, no, honestly, I've I'll admit it, I've written off the Colts. I was like, I didn't think mention would help them take him this far, but he's done what he had to do, and he's put the points when he had to, like. Like putting up thirty-one points against the against the Titans is pretty decent. Like I give him props there. Like he's is he a world beater? No, he will do much well in the playoffs. Maybe like we'll find out. But I don't like he's he's over exceeded anyway. He's playing with found money and take it to the bank as far as he can go. He can he can run. Who do you think wins? He can run your offense basically if you need him to. Like, he doesn't have to do anything fancy, but he can just get you first downs and get you, you know, the, you know, kind of the plays that you're looking for. Who do you think wins those two two games in the AFC? Bills, Dolphins, and uh, Texans, Colts, the nightcaps. I think the Bills win. I think they show up. I'm still undecided about the other one. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. I think Texans. Um, I think Texans defense um, has been playing phenomenal, and they've been playing. They, they have been creating op- opportunities for their offense as of late. They had a touchdown last week. Um, they've been creating turnovers. They've been, you know, getting to the quarterback. No, I, I, I have. I think Houston's a great dark horse, and I really hope they make a splash in the playoffs. Personally. The Bills matchup with the Finns, I am not sure. That's the one that, like, it gives me pause. Honestly, I think it'll be Miami. Miami's at home. I think they. I think that they. it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think Miami is going to eke out of it. Connor, you and I are on the exact opposite side of things. I think the Colts win. I think they play I think they play ball control football. And Jonathan Taylor's got a a big game ahead of him. And I I think that the Texans do really miss Tank Dell. That downfield threat. I think that would have really helped them in this game to push the ball down the field. I think the Colts win. And then I've got Buffalo. Buffalo is just going to find ways to win however possible, whether it's on the ground, whether it's Josh Allen on the ground. But I think that they do get the Stefan Diggs connection back at the right time, and they get that two seed in the AFC. And I think they'll end up playing the Colts. I, I don't I don't trust that with Stefan Diggs, honestly. Like, I'm trying to see because – they still have – I know that he's listed currently as uh, do not practice, but, like, if Noah Brown gets back in for the Texans, having him and Nico Collins could, could be just fine to run all over, all over Indianapolis. And, hell, even Singletary has been playing great. He has solidified Singletary himself as has. that number one running back. In a, He has been a nice surprise for them. Especially with um, who's the a guy who uh, was the late draft draft pick who used to be the running back, Damian Pierce. Um, 
David Pierce, thank you. I couldn't, couldn't pull his name out. Um, I should have told you because he's been on my bench all season. <laughs> he's been on my bench too. <laughs> and I picked up Singletary. He's been riding him all year to third place, baby. Oh. Nick, See, did I, you pick the uh, Texans Colts game? Yeah, I, I didn't, but I was actually just about to get to that. So it's it's funny that Connor, you went uh, you went Texans and Dolphins. Mitchell, you went uh, Colts and Bills. I am pretty much the middle of that, where I am picking for the Bills, and I believe the Texans will win. <laughs> Because I think the dark horse for that game is going to be Nico Collins. I think he's going to ball out and be what uh, what what Tank Dell probably would have been. Would he be playing? They both were great when they were both playing, though. That's the thing. I I, I know, but I'm, I'm, if if he would be, yes, that's what I mean. Like I I so I I think it's the Texans and the Bills. I really wish, though, scheduling wise, that. The the Jaguar game was before the Colts game because the fact that so many things revolve around the Jacksonville game. Um, like for example, the Steelers, who I know they're playing Baltimore, who could be benching players, and I mean, they should. Yeah, they they should. have. They should bench players. They have no reason. And, to, yeah, they have no reason to. They but, will. Like, with the injury has... history they've had with Lamar, they are. They have five different ways to make the playoffs right now. With either well, they have to win in three scenarios where they they win, Buffalo loses. They win, Jacksonville loses or ties. Pittsburgh wins, Houston, Indianapolis ties. Or if Pittsburgh ties, Dexter loses. And then Houston, Indianapolis does not end in a tie. They make it. Or Jacksonville loses, Denver wins, and Houston, Indianapolis also does not end in the tie. Those are some wild scenarios, and either one could happen. That's why I love the last week of the season. You get all these wild formulas and things that can happen for a team to get in. Do you remember, was it two years ago? One of my favorite games that I've watched in recent history, Raiders Chargers from oh, the last bit, playoff. Oh, spot. I, mean, I wanted to call it. And I wanted to call it. I knew, I knew exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. If they tied Raiders, the game, I wanted to tie. It, I wanted and, chaos. And if, and if they tied, they would have both made it, and the Steelers would have been out, and it would have ended Ben Roethlisberger's career. But the Raiders just had <laughs> yep. to make a kick as time expired and overtime. I would have if they would have missed that kick and sent it to a tie, everyone would have loved it. But, you know, we just can't have there those was, nice things. Because someone... you never get a tie in, in this situation. How would that have Whenever even anyone's worked? like, oh, if this game ends in a tie. Yeah, like, how, I mean? how would that have even worked, like, playoff picture-wise? <laughs> like, after, like, after I, I don't even know, but it did. Oh, after, man. you know, strength of schedule and, and all that, all that stuff. Yeah. Let's move over to the NFC real quick, because the Buccaneers could have made things free, really... Go on. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I want to make a comment on that too. I'm trying to see if I can pull it up, because oh, the, uh, I remember the, the a story that came from it. The, the t- because someone made a bet on that happening too. Oh. And 
There's like, so probably a lot of that. They made a bet on that situation, and it was like a lot of money on the line for that. And I, I, I can't find that article. It was like the uh, the Action Network, I think, had it at one point. But um, yeah, here it is. Uh, Yahoo Sports has it. Uh, <laughs> title, a Ra- Raiders Charger tie would have lit the sports betting world on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's when oh, you hedge <laughs> what if there were what if there you hedge was that. two ties what yeah, happens so then if you parlay <laughs> the two outcomes of the the Jaguars winning the plus 750 and the potential tie it would have parlayed to 700 to 1 so a 5 hour parlay on the Jaguars win and the Raiders charter tie would have paid out in three thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. <laughs> so. uh, I also love about those kind of things. That the word quirky like situations that could happen and just lands on it dead on. I'm like, oh, or just misses by a hair. Like it's like the would have could been. The Buccaneers are an interesting team to me because they could have beaten the Saints at home, taking care of their own business, and they did not show up to the game. Luckily for them, they go to Charlotte to take on the Panthers, who just got shut out by C.J. Beathard and Jacksonville, and their owner is throwing drinks on people. So I think that Tampa's going to be I saw that. Right. <laughs> I, I think that they're, though they find him $300,000, I'm sure that he really learned his lesson, that multi-billionaire. Yeah, yeah that, that really puts a big dent in his pockets. Yeah, find me $300,000, my life is done. Find him $300,000 and, you know, things move on. But He's probably I think Tampa will be just fine. At that point. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, no. Get my check my couch cushions. I'm sure I've got three hundred thousand in there. <laughs> yeah. But then the last wild card spot, assuming that Tampa has no issues in Carolina, which yeah, that tickets are like twelve bucks. Uh, maybe a day. It's an important game. Oh, they're up D- from forty five cents. My head. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, my head. Exactly. Yeah, the weather. The weather will be a little nicer. It won't be raining. Um. <laughs> Falcons Saints, I mean the this the Saints kept themselves alive, but it's the Packers that I think get in. And all Jordan Love has to they, do. They have a few after dominating the Minnesota Vikings. And he looked really good. And Jordan Love has had a really solid season this year. I've been very impressed with him. I think he's been playing at an exceptional level. He just has to continue what Brett Favre and especially Aaron Rodgers did, and that is own the Chicago Bears, who have been playing some good football of their own. I don't necessarily buy the whole Justin Fields has made this a difficult conversation for Chicago. No, the Bears should still take Caleb Williams number one overall. Get a second-round pick or something for Justin Fields. I do think that he's earned the right to start somewhere else. But I think that the Bears have to take that opportunity and take Caleb Williams. But they're playing decent football right now. They're 7-9. and nine. They just beat Atlanta in a game that they were winning wire-to-wire. And the Packers just need to win against their rival, 
and Lambeau Field to make the playoffs. Meanwhile, the Seahawks lost to the Steelers last week. Mason Rudolph torched them. And they're hoping that the Packers lose. And they go into Arizona, who Arizona just beat the Eagles, who if they they were on fraud alert before that game. Now, I don't even know if I could say they're on fraud alert because I think everyone knows. If it's is it a fraud if everyone knows? Like if it pops up on your phone as a fraud, is it like uh, we just know. No, you still I, fraud. I, I think it is, yeah, because like if you know it's like in the same manner if it's spam, it still shows as Well, yeah, I guess spam. fraud alert and fraud watch well, are different yeah. things. Still, your fraud, like yeah, yeah. Fraud, fraud fraud watch is the better fraud. question you have. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but Seattle definitely needs. I'm looking there. I have the whole scenarios up right now. NFL.com. Um, yeah, Seattle needs Green Bay to not win uh, in order for them to have a chance, like even even a slim of a chance. I don't want to see Seattle anywhere near the playoffs. I don't think Geno's played a particularly great brand of football this year i think the defense is messy i i would much rather see green bay get in i'd rather see new orleans get in if i'm being honest and cars played worse no. than gino but i like that saints defense yeah but saints the thing is with the saints the only, like it's very interesting where some aspects you only have one path in for the saints for example they have to win the division um, or they would have to win the division with Tampa Bay losing and then winning, or they can go the harder route of you no, know, them would say them winning and Seattle losing and Green Bay losing or tying in those situations. Um, like so, they have they have two options to get in, but there's two completely different forks where they need different possibilities. So Vikings, what happens? On their hand, need help. <laughs> What happens if the Packers lose and the Seahawks and Saints okay. both win? Seahawks and Saints both win? Yeah. Uh, that means that I think, yeah, that'll be Seahawks win. Seahawks make it because the Seahawks will win. Green Bay loses. They're in. Unfortunately, I think that's Green what's Bay going to happen. Green Bay I think is Chicago the wins the game. The... Green Green Bay is one of the big uh, fulcrum points of who gets in, who doesn't, because of the fact that they are in the driver's seat of they control their own destiny. Because if they win, they're in. Simple as that. And even if they lose, they still have a chance. I um, think Justin Fields. Because Good. Um, I was gonna say, I was gonna say like they because the uh, their losing options are if they lose, they would they will need either they need both Minnesota and Seattle to lose, and either Tampa Bay or New Orleans losing. So they have they have multiple different avenues. I think Not Justin likely, Fields goes out in a blaze avenues. of glory in Chicago and torches green bay in his last game in a bears uniform 
gets a, uh, a nice return in the offseason for the Bears, but they still go Caleb Williams. But definitely uh, earns a uh, soft, spot, soft spot in the uh, heart of all Bears fans by knocking the Packers out of playoff contention by just whether it's by air or with his feet. Justin Fields is going to carve up that Joe Barry defense. And unfortunately, I think the Seahawks get the win in Glendale and they find their way into the playoffs. I don't want to see it. I'm not picking what I want to see. I'm just picking what I think happens. Who do you guys think gets that seventh spot in the NFC? Mm. Go, Nick. Why look around? I got to... I gotta do the same thing you you're doing. Oh, because uh, that yeah, last, because hmm. that last spot hmm. to me, for chaos purposes, I think it will suck. But Minnesota will be fun <laughs> just to be no. it in. No, eight and nine. No, they didn't show up. <laughs> I don't think we'll make it, but I think it'll be funny. Oh, I know they didn't, but like Seven. they will need they will need an, again. They will also need a long shot to get in with both Green Bay, Seattle losing, plus Tampa or New Orleans. They should have never moved um, off of Dobbs. Their other options are much worse. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. that. Yeah. Hmm. Seven, seven, seven. Honestly. Yeah. Hmm. Who does. See, uh, the Seahawks play again? I'm trying to pull it. We're just scrolling around. Here we go. Yeah, I think it's the Seahawks. I'm with you in that one. Because they're playing Arizona. Oh, Arizona did also talk about possible fraud watch. <laughs> hmm. Because who we the Eagles? That, that hurt them. I don't know. I might go with... Uh... <laughs> I just, I don't think I can trust the Newark? Seahawks. I'd go give with... Me the, give me the Saints. I'm taking the Saints to make it. I think Green Bay loses. I think Seattle loses. And New Orleans wow. gets the job done against Atlanta. I think Green Bay wins. I don't... I don't... Yeah. Because... I them losing. I don't think they win. Because what's real... Because we I, I just brought up before... Eagles aren't looking good... And Cardinals has an offense. Like they've been, they've been been half decent the past few weeks. So we really have three different like, predictions for every single. We have the AFC teams. We're all different. The NFC yep. teams. We've got me taking the Seahawks, and I don't want that. I'd rather both of the teams you picked to get in. Nick's on the Packers. Connor's in full on mm-hmm. chaos mode, and he's. Are you sure you don't want to go with the Falcons <laughs> while you're at it? Well, Fal- well, the Falcons. I think their only way in is the division. If I remember correctly, I have it up. Here. I'm One not sure. Quick second. I'm pulling up now. Yeah, the only way they're in is to com- is to take the division if with a them winning and Tampa Bay losing because they have a tie break over New Orleans. Which I think is very funny. I don't know. 
But it'll be yeah, interesting I have to here, see what happens. Atlanta clinches NFC. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, because they, they they clinched the NFC South division with a Atlanta win, Tampa Bay loss. Because they're playing because they're playing New Orleans, so that would be the situation where all teams are sitting at eight and nine, and Atlanta will have the the tiebreakers against both New Orleans and Tampa Bay. But I don't think oh, well. I, I don't think I don't think the Falcons would be in New Orleans personally. I think New Orleans is going to outplay yeah, them no. to get the job done because that Atlanta's been on a dumpster fire. Last question. But yeah, the, and this go yeah, ahead. I want, to, I want to talk about the I want to talk about the the NFC East because we have the Cowboys and the and the Eagles because it's oh, it's no. it's the do we have to I'm trying they to find the most fun way to put teams this. on the road. <laughs> and they both suck. <laughs> the Cowboys are thirteen point I, favorites. I think. No, I'm saying more so as. I don't know if both those teams might get out of the first round. The Cowboys, I I, like, I think, will. The Eagles, I think, could lose to Tampa on the road week one or, uh, you know, round one. Like, if they both Cow- go out week one or round one, oh, my God, that'd be music to my ears. But if the Cowboys play as a you team think- with the Saints... I was going to say, you think they're going to beat, they're going to lose to the Saints round one of the playoffs. You think that's going to happen? It would not shock. It would, it not would shock, shock the hell out of me. Uh, I would also feel shocked for the record. <laughs> <laughs> if any of these three teams, the Seahawks, the Packers, or the Saints, beat the Cowboys in the first round, that would shock me. Yeah. The Packers would probably be the no. least shocking. This that the Seahawks go into Dallas and I'd, I'd be floored. But I, I just I cannot see that happening. Meanwhile, there's not a team in these playoffs where I can look at and go, oh yeah, the Eagles would definitely beat them. No. Not a single one. The Eagles have farted that chance away of of feeling secure in any of their playoff matchups. No. But I want to bring this back up with the Cowboys, where they they haven't really played anyone. Like they're okay. Played anyone or let's beat go back anyone. to our conference. I, I I meant beat anyone other than other than the I guess the Lions win. If you want to you know the controversial Lions when they had this that week. pissed me off. Something awful. <laughs> yeah, even the announcers even made a comment on it, which goes a long way. But, like, even with that, with, even we chalked it up to a win. Like, other than the Eagles, the Seahawks is their best other win? Yeah, they beat the Lions. They beat the Rams. They beat the, the Rams Jets. are okay, too. Like, but but thing is, like, the Seahawks game is, like, it's a more recent one, and it was not a convincing win either. No like, defense got shredded. Like I think that I think the Cowboys are also vulnerable, just like the Eagles are. Like Like I would not be opposed to stiffing that betting line on that. Yeah. 
I don't know. So what was your last I question, just... Mitchell? Because after talking about the uh, the poopy <laughs> NFC East, <laughs> my final question, and I hate to exclude Nick from the I, Nick. If you want to, if you want to chime in, feel free. This should just be a quick little misery, misery, misery thing. Okay. Okay. Are you rooting for the Jets? Misery loves company. Or are you not rooting for the Jets? Yes. Because I'm at the same point, the some you brought up the point of just wanting to beat the Patriots and canned Bill an L on his way out. But I don't want to hand the Patriots Drake May. I just don't. I just, I, I don't want to do that. The thing is, when you lost the Patriots for seven straight years now of not beating them. But I want that win to mean to something. This win wouldn't mean anything. Oh, I'm well aware of that too. But at the same time, like, I hate them. I just hate them. I do too. Like... And I don't. I yes. Would it suck to give him a better draft pick? Don't care. I want to. I want to spoil Belichick's fun because I. To me, that will mean more than. It, it's like, for example, like you no. Know, with college football coming up, like or with the college football playoffs that just happened, you no. Know, there's a lot of big rivalries there. Like it's especially with the. If you were an Ohio State fan, like would you rather have Michigan or Alabama? Winning that game, like that. Those are kind of. The I don't questions think it's quite that. There. I don't think it's quite that clear cut because in that situation you have nothing to gain from. Like there's there's no reason why you yeah. wouldn't want Alabama to win. But but also Alabama is considered one of your also you no know, big championship rivals compared to Ohio State was. Um, compared to Michigan State, but I know Michigan State is the d- dreaded rival of Michigan. But it's like, but the thing is, like to me, it is. I I rather have again. I rather have just the small victory of beating the Patriots because that streak still lingers. I get that. I don't agree with you, but I understand it. And I won't begrudge any Jets yeah. fan who decides I'm going to root for the Jets to beat the Patriots because Bill Belichick can kick rocks. Yes, Nick. So, uh, of course, I am not a, a Jets fan, but to weigh in good on the you. situation. Yes, Congratulations. Uh, well, you know, being <laughs> a Giants fan recently is not the best. Anywho, doesn't matter. You've seen two um, Super Bowls. Shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I said it doesn't matter right now. Uh, but what I would say is I think I, I would be on Connor's side on this where I would – I think I would prefer to stick it to Bill on potentially his last game because then if that – I know we're playing a mighty if game, but it seems like he's kind of on his way out. So – if the Jets win, then you could absolutely say, like, hey, we stuck it to Bill on the last game, blah, blah, blah. But if you lose, there's still, like, a chance that Drake May just doesn't become 
something. You know what I mean? Like, did you feel the same way about Mac Jones when he got to the Patriots? So, uh, you know, Mac like Jones there's always nowhere near the prospect. Drake I, I, I get that, but it's like you never know what they're going to become. So, like, there's a chance that he might just not play well. You know, I think I'd rather just stick it to Bill if I could I'd say, fuck you. So you two make very compelling points. I'm not agreeing with you necessarily, but I also know that if the Jets do win, I am going to take some joy in that because it will be nice to hand Bill Belichick a loss on his last game as the coach of the Patriots and end that losing streak. I will be able to see the silver lining in that. So I, I, I think you two make good arguments. And maybe by the time Sunday rolls around, I'll agree with you and I'll want to beat the Patriots. But right now, I just want better draft picks because Aaron Rodgers, it's time to start playing football and stop being on talk shows and just play football, please. That's all I want. Enough said. We've made it. The NFL season coming to a close. The playoffs are about to begin. Thanks for listening. For Connor Vandermark and Nick Izzo, I'm Mitchell Lee, signing off from the weekly recess here on Jersey Nerds Productions.